Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of this podcast. I want to say a very big thank you to everybody that have been listening so far. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the comment as usual. And of course, on this episode, I'll be talking about a very delicate subject and I will titling it Standing Right. And basically, I mean standing right with God. And you see, I, I realize people have lots of misconception about what it means to stand right in the presence of God. And I'm trusting God to give me all chance to be able to demystify what the Bible is actually saying about standing right with God. You see, first of all, we talked about, we know what righteousness is. Um, so many of us understand righteousness to just be living right. Now, there is righteousness that can be defined as living right in sight of God and there's a righteousness that can be defined as standing right with God. When Jesus died for us and he rose on the third day, on that cross, when he died, when he took our sin, there was an exchange. He became our sin. We became his righteousness. That righteousness we take is not living right. It's a nature. It's called standing right with God. So it's a gift. That's why we call it the gift of righteousness. You see, for a gift, you can't earn a gift. You don't have to work. You don't have to pay for a gift. It's a gift. So if you are trying to work it, you're trying to earn it, it's because you don't know enough. I'm going to read from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 8 and 9. And it says, But to his son, he says, Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. Your royal power is expressed in righteousness. God's royal power is expressed in its, in his righteousness. And next verse says, You love what is right and hate what is wrong. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else. Our emphasis will be on you hate, you love what is right and hate what is wrong. Holy Spirit. Now, this same lyrics was used for Job when God was describing Job, a man that loved righteousness and ate evil. <laughs> I have two things to say regarding that. You see, for some of us today, we are born again, we are saved, we know the right thing to do. We do the right thing, but we don't love doing them. <laughs> so he says, You love what is right and you hate what is wrong. What is right? One of the things that is right to do is always to pray. Some of us pray, but we don't love to pray. When we talk about loving something, it's, it means we want to do something always. It's like when you say, claim you love your boyfriend, you love your girlfriend, you love your mom, you love your dad, you love your family. The way you love them, it's not a kind of love like, I mean, you can always be around the way. If you love them, there's a kind of affinity you have specially for them. Some of us do the right things, but we don't love doing the right thing. <laughs> now, the next part says, and hate what is wrong. Some of us don't do some things because they are wrong, but we don't hate them. For example, some of us don't drink, but if somebody is drinking 10 yards around us or away from us, we don't feel really too awkward because we're like, I mean, I'm, I'm not drinking it. <laughs> so we do not hate it. But there needs to be a place 
whereby we need to love what is right. Not that we just do it. We love it. And then we hate what is wrong. We hate evil. We hate some things. Now, I want to talk about two other things. By the way. Why am I saying this? Why am I talking about loving and right? Why? It's when it comes to the subject of righteousness. If you don't understand that there's a nature called righteousness, you won't be able to live right with God. You see, the reason why people do other calls one million times is because they don't know enough. Your righteousness with God, when it has to do with God, your first righteousness is the one Christ gave to us on the cross. Standing right with God. That is a gift. If you don't understand that, you can never live right with God. So one thing is living right, another thing is standing right. If you don't understand that you are standing right with God, you will not live right. Living right with God is a fruit of standing right with God. We were sinners by nature because of what Adam did once upon a time. So no matter how much good you do, it doesn't change your identity. You are still a sinner until our Lord Jesus Christ came. And then there was an exchange. So today we can say we are righteous. It's not because you do something or you don't do something. Because Jesus of righteous, Jesus righteousness, we are righteous. So when we say I am righteous, we are not saying because you do not lie or because you lie. No, it's because, because of what Jesus did on the cross. See, the reason why you are struggling in your Christian life is because you don't have a repetition of the cross. There are some things you should sit down and go and study about the cross. Why? If you don't know them, it will affect your Christian work. So standing right with God is the first definition of righteousness. That's the real righteousness. That birth and give back to living right with God. Finally, before I end this episode, I want to talk about holiness. We have so many misconceptions about the subject of holiness. You know, most of the time, some of us think the opposite of holiness is unrighteousness. No, that's not correct. You see, when it comes to the subject of holiness... The Bible talks about Holy Spirit, Holy Angels. The Bible says the elders in the heaven call God Holy, Holy, Holy. So, Holy doesn't necessarily have to do with sin. No. When they say be holy, they don't mean don't commit sin. With righteousness, which is, has to do with living right, then you can say something like, yeah, don't commit sin. But when it comes to holiness, holiness is another way not to commit sin. But it's not, not committing, committing sin. The opposite of holiness is not unrighteousness. The opposite of holiness is commonness. If you are everywhere, if you are everywhere, every time, anytime, you do what everybody is doing, you are not holy. That's why when people first get born again, one of the first signs you see is that they want to always want to be alone. They don't want to be around people. The Holy Spirit to be alone. Why? Because they just receive the Holy Spirit and then they just want to be alone. They don't want to. People are distant, they are talking. Not because they don't want to, but they will just feel somehow about it. Just like, no, I want to be alone. I want to be alone. Holiness is the ability to be separated. When you are separated, when you know the only thing you do with your friends or the only things you want to do with them is godly things, it's just to pray to study, to seek God's face. So anytime people are talking about something, they're talking about ball, not because you don't talk about it, but you don't have appetite for it. 
So I'm not saying you should not have a life. No, no, no. You talk about movies, which is cool. But if you realize you start talking about movies, you're on it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and something is picking you to stop it and just go and stay alone or refrain yourself. That's the spirit of holiness. That's the Holy Spirit working in you. So Holy Spirit, it helps you to be able to withdraw yourself. Every moment of Jesus' ministry, there are times when he will just stay alone. He will refrain himself. If he's not ministering, he won't go and be praying. So that's the spirit of holiness. Being holy is being separated. That's why we call God holy. Why? God lives in, in such a realm whereby nobody has ever been before. God is so separated among everyone that is set apart. So I we say holy angels. Why? They are being set apart. They are being created and they are being separate, set apart. They are not like demons. They are not common angels. They are holy angels. So if you want to say man is holy, check the man's life. Is that man always trying to not do what every other person is doing? Oh, so there are times, you see, when we are fasting, one of the things we are doing is we are, we are, we are being holy. Why? People are eating. You decide to separate yourself and not eat. That was one of the revelations Daniel had. He said he would not defile himself with the king's mate. That's being holy. That has nothing to do with righteousness. But holiness, setting yourself apart, separating yourself, not doing what common men are doing, can help you live a righteous life unconsciously. Why? You won't have appetite for some things. Why? You will love to do what is right. You will love to pray. You will love to praise. You will love to study. And you will hate what is wrong. So that's, that's the generation of holiness. If you don't understand that you're standing right with God, which is the first righteousness I, I define, you can never understand what holiness means. That time you just want to be alone. You just want to be alone with God. You know if you're alone, God is there. So you, don't, you, you always want to be alone. When people are talking and they begin to talk about unhealthy things, you want to be alone. You don't want to be in that conversation. When you feel that thing always speaking you, that's the Holy Spirit in you, which we can call the Spirit of Holiness. So my point is this. The power, the royal power of God is expressed in His righteousness. God is a righteous God. He has an identity that has never been contaminated by sin. So that's being righteous. So whoever does not have a sin can stand right in the presence of God. Man fell when Adam fell. But until Jesus came back, we never had access to God. So now we all have the Holy Spirit based on what Jesus did for us. That was a gift for us. We didn't earn it. So if you want to say you are holy, check your life. When people are doing things, when everybody's doing things, when they're doing, no, no, you don't want to be commonized. You just always want to separate yourself. You always want to hang around people that talk about things of God. That's what it means to be holy. When the Bible says be holy, it means separate yourself. Check Jesus' lifestyle. Check his lifestyle. Check his lifestyle. So we have righteousness as standing right with God. We have righteousness as living right. You see, every believer were given the gift of righteousness that has to do with standing right. So that means it doesn't matter what you do. Go and meet God. Why? You are always standing right. You did not do anything to hand the gift, so you cannot do anything to lose it. When it comes to living right with God, you can't live right with God except you understand that you are standing right with God. If you are living right with God, if you are living with God, and you are not sure if you are standing right, it will, your living right will affect your standing right. But your standing right 
will influence your living right positively. So you know God still loves you no matter what happened to you. That consciousness is what will make you powerful and walk your Christian faith with joy and gladness. It's a good place to wrap it up. If you want to forget everything I said, don't forget this compendium. That in the journey of life, in the Christianity, you need to come to a place where you love doing what is right. Don't just do it. Don't just say it. Don't just love doing it. Love to pray. And then you will hate evil. You will hate it when people say some things that are not healthy, that are not godly. You, you, it's not that you, you know some of us say, they're not talking to me. No, you will hate it so much. And then you realize that you are standing right with God every time of your life. When things go right, when they don't go right, you realize your position, you are always standing right with God. Why? Not because of what you did, but because of what Jesus has done. And then holiness, the spirit of holiness in you, the Holy Spirit in you, always want to draw you apart. Always want you to, 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 to be alone and seek God. He doesn't want you to be commonized. He doesn't want men to commonize you. It's a good place to wrap it up. And maybe in the next podcast, I'll talk more about righteousness as a living right with God. But there's righteousness as standing right, and that's what Jesus gave to us as a gift. And without our revelation and understanding, won't be able to live right with God. It's a good place to wrap it up. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to send them in and then God will help us to answer them. Thank you so much once again. Have a good one. Bye.